Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. If this is your first time here, I often refer to something called your book of stuff. This is where you keep things that you, you know, might be inspired by, want to look into later, or even recipes. It can contain anything. So if you hear me refer to that and you didn't know what it was, now I'm telling you, it's basically a scrapbook or a journal and it's always growing. But that being said, today's episode, because for some reason I keep getting you know requests via email and I do have an email for this account too. Um, I'm trying to connect it to the um, to the podcast, but we'll see how that works. But you can find me on Facebook at My Magical Cottage Core Life. But today's episode is going to be on something requested, and that was radishes. What we can do with radishes. So I figured, why not give you a recipe that I prepared this evening? So get your book of stuff out. And we're going to talk about radishes. So the first thing you want to do is decide what kind of radish you're going to use. Believe it or not, there are different kind of radishes. And for those of us who like radishes, this is not a surprise. But for other people who may not have uh, access to a lot of different varieties, it's something that they may not know. So just to let you know, there's different radishes out there you could use for this recipe. But for best results, the simple early red radish I think would be best. Uh, You could use French radishes. They do have a different taste. Just letting you know. So the red radish looks like a little round globe. And it has greenery on top but if you're buying it anywhere except as a bunch then you're not gonna get those green tops so look for a little red radish it doesn't have to be very large um, about the size of a ball you use to play jacks okay so I don't know if people still play jacks but if you do you'll know what I'm talking about if you don't it's about the size of a little bit less than a 50 cent piece in that in diameter okay you know depending on your jack ball now some people it's a quarter in diameter it really depends on how you grew up playing jacks and we're gonna maybe I should do an episode on playing jacks I don't know I don't see it very often okay so so yeah the best radishes would be those little simple red ones and that is what I would recommend for this particular episode so you're gonna need some radishes you're going to need another ingredient that might be surprising. So the next ingredient you're going to use is actually dill. You're going to need to have some dill weed there. So you need some dill, you need some radishes, about four or five, about a handful of radishes if they're a good size. And it really depends on how many people you're feeding, obviously. But you're also going to need some onions or shallots, a little bit of butter, about a tablespoon, some hot cayenne pepper, a dried pepper, some salt, 
and ready for it? I don't think you're ready for it, but you're going to need some pickles. That's right, some dill pickles. They can be Polish dill or kosher dill. It's up to you on how perky you want this to be. For me, I use the regular Polish dill spear, um, but I had kind of mixed the brine with some you know, kosher dill, so yeah, it's kosher Polish dill or something, I don't know. I, I do what I want, I do what I want here. So, you know, it's, it's my home, I do what I want. And so you pick what you want, but extra dill is a must. You must have extra dill for this to work or it, it just, it, there's no point, okay? All right, and of course a little bit of water and I'll tell you how that's gonna work in just a few. So let's go to the next portion. Now that you've got everything done, as far as assembly into your little kitchen, what I want you to do is to scrub your radishes. You can use salt, you can use baking soda with the water, or you can just use just plain water and some good old fashioned elbow grease. For those who may not be familiar with that idiom, because I do know that other people, that in other places they may not be familiar with that term of speech. and. I also know that this podcast seems to have gotten some traction in other countries, so let me translate what that means. What that means is some actual like extra force applied through hard work. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, elbow grease. You use your force of your arm and your elbow to make things move like grease, okay? Or lubricant. That has nothing to do with viscosity. All right, so that being said, Moving forward, what I want to say is, once you've got them all cleaned, you're going to trim them up. You're going to neaten them up. You're going to cut the tops and the bottoms of the radishes off. If there's any greenery, you're going to get rid of that. Save that to the side. That can be used for another dish at another time. Now you're going to slice them, and you're going to slice them horizontally, which means they're going to make little medallions or coin-like pieces or like little discs like a bingo parlor. That's for all my grandmothers out there who play bingo and grandfathers. Um, but yeah, so they, that, they're going to make little discs. And once you've done that, you're going to put them to the side. Next, you're going to chop up your onion. And how much onion you want is definitely a personal thing or a shallot. I'd recommend a medium-sized uh, onion, no larger than, mm, I want to say maybe at most two inches across anything larger than that is going to overpower the dish so you don't want to do that same thing with the shallots uh, if you want to use a shallot make sure it's not overly huge it shouldn't be larger than the palm of your hand so that means not sticking over the edges because it has a very strong taste even though it's tasty you don't want to have it overpower the dish but again you could always add more radishes and balance it out so that's why I'm not giving you set dead rules I just want you to have an idea of how to put this together how to throw this together and you could definitely uh, execute this recipe outside if you had to do this at a campsite you definitely could you just would need to bring a pickle jar of pickles that's all just a pickle jar of pickles a pickle jar of pickles 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 okay that's enough of that <laughs> You know, I mean, you kind of wonder, you know, 
if you picked a pickle pepper how many pickle pepper okay we're not gonna do that i'm sorry we're just i i hear you groaning we're not gonna do that also the one little cayenne pepper you can substitute that with serrano or if you don't have a hot tooth you could also you know substitute it with a green pepper but it's not quite the same uh this is kind of give you to give you a little perk also regular black pepper can be used as well so don't be shy so chop your pepper up and put it to the side uh, and next thing you're gonna do is make sure you have your dill going dried dill you do not need as much dried dill as fresh dill I'm just gonna let you know so if you have dried dill I'd recommend getting a bunch of dried dill and just kind of like filling your hand with it and just throwing it in trust me I know it seems like a lot it, it's not uh, if you're using fresh dill maybe about I want to say enough to fill your hand if you chop it up just the palm of your hand so that's like a tablespoon tablespoon and a half to, to start you off so once you've got all this going now we're getting ready to start the cooking So the first thing you want to do is get your pan or your pot, you can definitely do this in just one pot, and you're going to put your diced onions in there with a tiny bit of the butter or oil if you want to use cooking oil you can, I'm not going to tell you you can't, but a little bit of butter and saute them at very low, very low heat. Just let them kind of sweat out, you know, you're going to want them to get golden brown and uh, you'll know. It's gonna take a while. This is not a, a, a rushed dish. It's really not. It's gonna take a while. You know, cook it low and slow. It's all good. Uh, shake it up a little bit or stir it around with a wooden spoon. And then once it begins to get golden brown and translucent, now you're gonna add a little bit of water and cook it a little bit longer for maybe about another minute because you want them nice and soggy. Trust me, there's a method to my madness. And this is not for the gourmand, this is for people who just like simple cottage food. So it doesn't have to be perfect. You do what you want. It's your choice. Alright, once you get this going, you're going to add your medallions of your radishes. So put them straight away in. Crumble in a little bit of your pepper. Uh, you don't have to put a lot. It's up to you how much you want. It's just a little bit more nutrients in there and a little bit more perk. If you want black pepper, you can. I'm not a big fan of it in this dish, but you can. And now it's time to add your salt. If you have high blood pressure, maybe not as much salt. If you want it to be very good, I recommend a little bit more salt than maybe you might normally put. So instead of one pinch, maybe two pinches. But again, you're going to adjust your proportions to how much, you know, how many radishes you have in there, what, you know, as far as how many people you're cooking for. The point is, do not overwhelm this dish with salt because you want to be able to taste the radish, right? Okay, so now you've got this going and you're going to turn your heat down again and you're going to just stir this up really, really well and let it cook down. Okay, get ready. Now you're going to take your pickle juice and pour some in there just enough to where it covers the bottom of the pan and um, maybe one medallion depth and you're gonna stir it all up while it's cooking. Next thing you're gonna do is take out one pickle. 
and you're going to chop up the pickle. I wanted the radishes to begin cooking before you put the pickle in. That's why I didn't tell you to cut the pickle up yet. So, um, and usually use one spear unless you just really have a thing for pickles and you can put as many pickles as you want. I mean, who am I? I'm not the boss of you. I'm not your, I'm not your mom. So, um, but really don't overwhelm this with pickles and then, cause then it becomes a pickle dish with radishes instead of radishes with pickles. It's kind of a way to cheat and eat like that pickled radish flavor without doing it. All right, so cook it down a little bit and chop up a, a pickle. And then you're going to add your pickle in there and a little bit more pickle juice. You, what you want to do is you want to have enough to where there's like a little bit of pickle juice in there so that it can kind of cook down, but you don't want to boil it in pickle juice. You don't want it covering all of your radishes at all. You should be able to have some radishes well above the level of the pickle juice. And then cook it for a little while. And now you're going to add another handful of dill. Uh, if it's dry dill, me, I love dill. So I put a lot, a lot of dill in there. Um, and when I'm saying dill, I mean dill weed. I don't mean dill seeds. But if you don't have dill weed and you only have dill seeds, that's fine too. Adjust it to your taste. And you put it in there and you cook it down a little bit longer don't cook it till everything's become becomes soft and soggy because you don't as far as the radishes they should still have a little bit just a little bit of body you're not trying to break them down into like a mush so you know you know cook it a little bit longer and then take it off I say maybe two minutes longer and then take it all off after you've mixed it again and it's gonna be a little spicy I'm just gonna let you know uh, but you'll like it Okay, so the next question may be, what do you serve this with? You know, what what is your what are you gonna make with this? Well, I recommend serving this with fried, and you can insert what you want. You can either use fried cauliflower, like battered and fried cauliflower, if you're you know more vegan, which is why I said you could use oil instead of butter, or or you can serve it with a fried chicken. It's up to you. Or, 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 you can definitely serve it with chicken shawarma. Another side you can serve with this uh, is, if you want to keep the dill theme going, are mashed potatoes with red beans with a little bit of dill and sour cream mixed together. Don't look at me like that. It's a variation on a recipe from Belarus. So don't, don't even start with me. My household is very different when it comes to our palate. We have a wide variety of cuisines that we sample. I myself being of African American and Sicilian descent, although I wasn't raised by the Sicilian side, and my parents were, you know, raised with Southern, uh, the people who raised me were Southern. However, however, I also grew up with a little bit of indigenous cooking, a little bit of uh, Southern Appalachian cooking because that's in our, our heritage as well as several other cuisines that are not necessarily uh, regional because I lived a long time and I've been a lot of places and because of that I have a lot of different things in my palate and my daughter uh, she has a dear aunt a fictive kin aunt uh, which means you know she's like family but not blood relation who's Trinidadian and Scottish so she's got a palate and then she also has another aunt, a person called grandma laura who is 
Polish, but also used to live with a Chinese family. So we've got a wide variety of, of palettes here. My husband is Polish and German. Uh, I used to live with a French family. I used to hang out with some Samoans. So you never know what's going to be put onto the plate in front of you. You know, but we do try to keep it not too wild, you know. But my daughter, when she goes out into life, I have full confidence that she will not be afraid to try new things. And that's one of the biggest gifts I can give to anyone is not to be afraid of new things. Now, you can have dietary restrictions, of course. And of course, I honor those. But other than that, the sky's the limit. So you can serve that with, you know, as a full meal. You can also make some biscuits with that. But why not try something a little bit different? You could make this a little bit more perky and give it a little bit of a taste of ginger. If you put fresh magnolia flowers in there, just the petals. And um, you could also give it a different flavor if you've got some dried magnolia leaves. Okay, so it's going to have like a ginger pepper taste. I can't explain it better for you than that. Um, but it's up to you. It's it's your food. I'm not the boss of you. I guess there's one more thing. And you probably, if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, have guessed what that thing is. That is, it's time to say goodbye. I do hope you've enjoyed this episode Again, I I keep getting requests about cooking. I get lots of good feedback from that. So I'm not going to make everything about cooking, but I will include more cooking episodes just to make it a little bit more fun. I don't know if, you know, my taste is your taste. We all have our own particular palates. So it's up to you if you try it. Maybe try something a little bit wild today. You know, go to the vegetable section of the store and grab some radishes and turn some heads. You know, I might even encourage you to explore beets. You know, I have a lot of people who don't eat beets in the city. So, you know, this this is, you know, give it a shot. That's all I have to say. You know, just try new things and you'd be surprised how your world opens up especially since we're getting into where you can start planting early and in a few weeks you could probably have your first set of radishes depending on where you live right now so that would be something to think about too you know make your diet wild you can also pickle radishes too so that's that's all I really have to say about that uh please you can find me on Spotify on Anchor and other podcast platforms as well as on Facebook at my magical cottage core life find me in the shire uh there's not a lot of activity there people are still messaging me directly instead of putting it in the shire let's try to try to work on that a little bit more and I'll try to be a little bit more present in there maybe that'll encourage a little bit more maybe I'll I'll put type out the recipe in there and that way you can download it who knows maybe that's the way to go but I thank you for coming and listening with us and I love sharing recipes with my friends and her friends right so till next time I want to wish you health and happiness and exploration and thank you for joining me on this episode of my magical cottagecore life <laughs>